We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Presented by Under Armour and Sleeper Fantasy. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, my son was yelling at me in the fourth quarter to put on Miss Rachel. What's that? Uh, for those of you who have toddlers, she has a uh, spell on them where she just yell, where she just sings songs and they just want to listen to it. Hmm. And at a certain point during that fourth quarter, I'm like, you know what, bro? You can have the remote. Let's do it. Because I can't watch this anymore. Let's do it. Let's I'll do watch it. this. I'll watch this on my phone. Because <laughs> what is the point? What a disgusting. What is the worst, point? What worst loss of the season? Oh, this one? This is the yeah. one, Sam. This is the one that gets your uh by the way, title of the show, what is the point? Uh it's our it's our pot every daily pod. Uh, thing is, is we come up with that tagline. I just, I got nothing for you. Is this the worst po- loss of the season? I don't know. Only, I say no only because we've seen it so many times. But at the same time, for you to lose, let's let's set it up. For you to lose when your guys are rested. There's no the way. Road. There's no way you could name more than four Grizzlies players coming into this. Game. Oh, Gigi Williams. You didn't know him. You didn't know. You didn't know I, Gigi Jackson. A, I, I didn't even know. His, I don't even get his name right. <laughs> Gigi Jackson. You didn't I, know him. He's, you know who he is? He's the classic guy you lied to yourself about liking because you read some draft profiles that sounded good. I remember him last year. I remember him last year. I was like, oh, oh, this guy sounds interesting based off of these scouting reports from Draft Express and KOC and whatnot. And then, you know, you watch him play for too much. He sucks. And of course, Jacob Gilliard. Did you know him? (sighs) I'm a foot Uh, taller than Jacob Gilliard. Did you know that? (laughs) <laughs> and and he looked like he was uh, a combination of uh of steph curry and uh and drew holiday tonight that's what he looked like out there there was another guy uh who, who's the, who's the other guy uh I, I just named him vince williams who looked like prime james harden hell yeah this was uh this was the warriors finest attempt at uh losing losing fans tonight so well done well done by the Warriors up and down the roster. Very well done. This was, as you said, the worst loss of the season. I will say probably the one that I think will turn off a lot of people to this team. Uh, it'll turn yeah. off, I think, ownership to this team. So I always say I'm optimistic right now because, hey, you lose a game like that, Mike Dunleavy's like, well, we can't keep these guys. <laughs> so I'm happy. Right? I'm sitting there. I'm like, well, 
you know, because this game happened, Sam, you can't sit here and look anybody in the eye and say, yeah, we're going to keep Wiggins or we're going to keep Kaminga. We're going to keep. No, those guys, those guys are gone and good riddance. Oh, I, I wouldn't be so sure, buddy. I wouldn't be so <laughs> no. sure about the younger guys. Oh, if no. you, my biggest fear watching this team tonight mm-hmm. is they're going to be like, it's over. Yeah. Trade every veteran. Yeah. Let Steph do a victory tour with the young kids. Yeah. I don't, I'm not like, they're not really making a case that they can, they can make some difference. Yeah. Yeah. I, the way I'm watching it, Kuminga, by the way, looks like very much a third year player. There are moments where you're like, he's getting it. And then there's moments where you're like, he's 21. Does Gigi Jackson look like a third year player to you? <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't want to be an asshole, but I just watch a team I'm, full what of guys. Trading, that, what does trading Kuminga do for you? Because you're not going to win a title period when your core looks this bad. Yeah. So, I, I mean, that's, that's, yeah. that's kind of where I'm getting at with it though. If they can't like, if they look competitive and you're just sitting here going like, man, they just need some vets. But I don't know, man. And I'm not saying I feel this way 100%, but I'm looking at this game and I'm going, who led the team in rebounding? Kuminga. Who was the second leading scorer? Kuminga. Is he the problem? Or is Andrew Wiggins, who played one of his better games? Well, he can go to. I still wouldn't say it was good. Um, Was Clay Clay Thompson? I don't know what's going on there. Oh, my God. Like, all I'm I'm saying is when they – play this poorly they make it very easy for management to be like we should punt for two to three years down the line and that's that's my concern level uh just just like putting it out there i would prefer they not do that because i don't want to watch that (laughs) uh but i don't know how you can watch well, I think we both agree on this. They definitely don't look one move away. They don't look like they just need a center and yeah. they're out. Yeah. No, they, yeah. they look like they need a lot. <laughs> um, and, and that's kind of where I'm where I'm just like, man, you're making it easier for management to punt the season, not harder. Not hard. Yeah. Yeah. Jaron Jackson, by the way, tonight went four for 20. It looked like he went four for 20, and it just didn't matter. Desmond Bain's out, Marcus Smart is out, John Moran is out. Uh that's three guys right there who are out and aren't playing. That are their what? Probably their three best players, actually, along with Jaron Jackson. Three of the three of the four. And it, yeah. it just it didn't matter. It, it, honestly, it it did not matter. They got completely cooked uh, by guys I've I've honestly I've never heard of. Um, no, I mean I I'm a nerd about this sort of stuff, and uh, yeah, you know you can't even say you can't a loss like this. You can't even say that they're not good enough to win a championship. This is one of those times I think it's obvious that guys just don't like each other or don't like playing with each other. That's what this shows mm-hmm. me. Because you just you just don't lose a game like this just because you're not No, it's, it's the interesting thing about this. Interesting is a uh, mm-hmm. choice word, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's a LeBron team uh, in the sense of they need to move 50% of these guys, period, to do anything. But the problem is... Steph doesn't really operate like LeBron. He's not like he's not traditionally been up management's ass about like I don't give a fuck what future assets you have. <laughs> Make it happen. Get me Rui Hachimura now. You know, like I don't know, like that sort of stuff, right? And that's where I'm sitting here Rui going, Hachimura. like, man, <laughs> hey, 
he was good for two months. Right he did exactly back. what you expect. He's good for two months. They turned back into Rui yeah. <laughs> Um what, what I was going to say is I, I just, I worry that they're going to get to the trade deadline and be like, this season's over. Let's punt it and go to the off season. Let's get some future assets so we can get to June and do some cool stuff, which just, I don't, I don't, I don't think don't. about, think about Andy and Sam. Think about how miserable that is for us to have to get on stream three times a week and lie to you about how happy we are and, and all sorts of stuff. So think about Andy and Sam is hilarious. Yeah. A lot of Andy and Sam's at Chase Center uh, these last few years, Joe Lacob, that, that luxury tax bill is not going down. Yeah, I guess it could be going down, but um, yeah, and that's, that's the worry. I don't, I don't, this game, I don't think anybody played well, right? I I, I guess Kaminga had nice numbers, but did you think he? I don't think he really. No, it, Flash play well. Classic flashes game where you're just like, I see the talent, but you watch the game in totality. You're like, eh. yeah, it's this is is not there by any stretch of the imagination. Which, this isn't Chet Holmgren or something, you know. Which is again, he's not going up against great players, and then you, no. you talked about Wiggins. Loon, fine, whatever. Sarge, fine, whatever. Draymond, you know, maybe we can talk about him. He came back. He was pretty good. Nice. Yes. I would say, well, I would say if Draymond was healthy and played a full game, they probably win. But I, mean, but I, I like feel like throwing up saying out loud that they needed Draymond to be locked in to beat the zombie Grizzlies, which is kind of the point we're making right now. Like yeah. that, I mean, you watching Draymond play. He's the second best player on this team. Still true. They can't, they don't, they don't know how to do a single thing on defense without Draymond telling them what to do. It's pretty sad, you know? But again, that speaks to like, man, the more I watch them, the more I'm like, they're farther away than I thought. Yeah. Um, did you just say that if Draymond had played the full game, they would have won this game? The sad thing about this team is he played 24 It's such minutes. an embarrassing statement to say out loud. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'd, also, I'd also probably disagree with you. I mean, do they win this game if he played 33 minutes? That's how bad That's how bad they are. I mean, that's how... The, that's how the Grizzlies' bad. run did come when Draymond and Steph were not on the floor. So sad. But then we get back to the point of your backups should be able to hang with their two-way guys. Because that's, that's who it is. Gigi, Gigi Jackson is a two-way guy. Roddy is one of those dudes who weird draft accounts on Twitter tweet who's not like a real player, you know? Gilliard, who who is he, you know? Vince Williams, these are made-up players. These are made-up, completely made-up players. I I just, I I actually don't have the heart to be angry about this game because um, this is it. This is kind of, this is kind of the end. Um, and I wonder, I keep pushing my against what you're saying uh, about about them kind of not going for it. Uh, I think they'll go the opposite way, but maybe that's up to Steph, uh, who I thought tonight tried to counter um, because he's been shooting the three ball so poorly, getting to the rim a little bit, played a little bit with more with Draymond, which obviously unlocks him off the ball a lot more. But I mean, he didn't look great tonight again. Turn the ball over. Some of the most disgusting turnovers I've ever seen uh, from Steph tonight, just kind of run stopping turnovers. So I just, it just. The whole team up and down, Sam. There's really like no like. Do you even have a silver lining out of this uh, game? I don't really have one. So the silver know. lining is we're not going to have to watch these specific ten to twelve players in <laughs> ten to twelve games, which is the trade deadline. And you can take that however you want. You're going to watch something different. You're going to get. You're going to see Uncle Mo. You see Lester yeah. throwing it up yeah. for a while. I don't know. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where we're at. Yeah.
We are brought to you by Sleeper. Uh, hey, look, the game's already going to happen, but, but here's what I got for you guys. And here's my thought process. So with Sleeper Daily Fantasy Basketball, you can pick points, rebounds, assists. You pick high. You pick overs. You pick unders. Uh, you can get 5X. You can get 100X. Here's what I got for tonight. We got LeBron over 26 and a half. That's oh, easy. You're losing. That's easy money. He's on national TV. He's going to play like, you know, you know no, what he does. No. You know what he does. This you is know what he does. He's about to do what Steph just did. This is about to be his, you're making a trade, you're Rob. You're making a trade. He's about to give you, he's about to give you, you're making a trade, Rob game. That's uh, that's what I'm going to not assume he's going to do. Then with Anthony Davis, I'm going to go with the under. You know why? Because he had a great last game. So easy under on the 45 and a half points, rebounds, assists. And then Shea Gilgis Alexander was actually questionable coming into the game. So I went under on the 31 and a half for him. Um, pretty straightforward stuff. Um, you, you bet all three, um, you get the 5.41 X. So you bet $5 win 27. Uh, you use promo code light years. You'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply. See sleepers terms of use for details currently operation operational in over 25 States. Check out sleeper today. Andy Lou, we have a special guest today. Let's go. And it could not come under more miserable circumstances. Well, it's not like his team's any, any, any. Oh, but he's so much more black pilled than us. Great, he great had... trade they just made though. Great. Trade. He's he's not pretending there's hope in the season. I've never heard Andrew Sharp say that the Wizards are a Pascal Siakam away from a run. The host of the the Goat Greatest of All Talk podcast, Andrew Sharp. How are you doing? Can there you hear go. me now? Perfect. Oh, there you go. I have no clue what happened there. I'll take full blame as no, the no. resident playback. Uh, well, uh, I, I'm a professional podcaster now, so I have like a high tech <laughs> microphone that was being so. uh, rejected by the. Yeah, thank you for the sharp text oh, back there. It was being rejected <laughs> by playback, so uh, we're going old school. This is a MacBook microphone, but oh, I see. It, it's great to see you guys. It's a, a, a pretty dark night here. I was not anticipating uh, such a grim podcast. Figured that would be a nice, easy mm. win. No mm. jaw on the road against a team of like seventh or eighth men out there in Memphis. But turns out that's sort of what the Warriors are at this point. Team of like eighth guys uh, around Steph. It's, it's a dark uh, night every night. It's a dark night every night. It's a very, it's a very dark night. And I was, I was hoping we could talk through. Okay, they they win against the Grizzlies. You know, miserable first half of the season, but can't. Be, I don't right. even know where you're what going can with this. they I guess do? My, some moves around the margins, maybe. You know, get Mike Dunleavy Jr. Get him in the kitchen, cook something up. I watch a game like that, and I'm like, what the hell do you do at this point? They all look so. I mean, Steph was all right, uh, but the rest of the roster is just so devoid of athleticism. And that's where, like, you watch them against the Grizzlies guys. They're all mm -hmm. kind of fringe players, but outside of Kaminga, who's athletic but can't shoot and is kind of, uh, like, I, I would say for the last couple of weeks was one of the most overrated players in the NBA. Um, wow. <laughs> like, people need to fucking settle down on the Kaminga hype. Um but like beyond that, you just look at the roster, and it's like I actually don't know what they can do at this point. Get rid, of, get rid of all of it. I, I'm actually more along with you with the Kaminga stuff. I think you sell high as quickly as you can. Uh, I don't yeah. know what what other GMs are in on that, but if you can find a sucker, 
You take it. You take I it. do wonder. I do wonder if because like I can talk myself into him. There, there's no lying about that. But I can't discount both your perspectives, which is like, are you just getting very excited over the next Jeremy Grant? You know, which right. like you're not going to cry about. Like it's a fine player, but you're not. You know, it's not a James Wiseman, but it, you you didn't get Kawhi Leonard either. You know. You know, and so I've looked to the Warriors as like a, a haven. As a Wizards fan for the last 10 years, I look to the Warriors to watch people who actually know how to play basketball and like have a high standard when they're on the court. And so there are a lot of teams around the league that would be thrilled to have Kaminga because they like he he puts together like a quarter or two and you're like, oh, man, this guy is awesome. But he's not the type of guy based on the last couple of years, I would not feel confident at all in like counting on him round after round in a playoff series and, and like counting on him to play like smart basketball, high leverage basketball over and over again. Like he could do it here and there and show you flashes. But beyond that, I th- at this point, I'm pretty confident he's not going to be the guy who just puts it together um, on a consistent basis. And like, that's been the standard if you're trying to win championships with Steph. The co- the comp form is so it's so easy. It's just it's just Aaron Gordon. Just go somewhere and just be a terrible player as the number one or number two, and then just go be a good role player once you realize you're not that good. Like it's so it, it's it's just he doesn't know it, but it's fine because I don't expect him to. But it just that's gonna be his role. Like there's no yeah. there's no but just fine. I just think sell high on it. But again, like. Uh, my fear is that, like what Sam said, like they they might not do it because the team stinks. Which again, like I haven't, I haven't, I, I can't really argue against that because how can you just trade him when when you can't make a real argument that this team is gonna win anyway? If, if mm-hmm. like you trade him for someone, like so there's that. But I'm not sitting here and saying he's a blue chip prospect that you gotta you gotta but keep on your roster. Here's you also my gotta pay him soon. Well, so th- that's that's the other part of it. But here here's my thing. Could you use him plus like a Chris Paul expiring contract plus whatever other fringe pieces are needed to go get a Pascal Siakam? Probably based upon Ooh, probably all all reports. It doesn't seem like Toronto's getting anything yeah. of value for him. Uh, you could yes. say the same for a DeJounte Murray. Like and both those guys, I think we'd agree are fringe all stars like they're not. They're in that if the year goes right, they can make an all-star game, but they're, no one's confusing him for a franchise player, right? Yeah, I mean, DeJounte's tough. He's going to be like the jewel of the trade deadline, right. and he's pretty good at a lot of stuff. I mean, he hasn't really locked in on defense for the last four or five years, but he has Love the it. tools Love to it. play defense. So, like, I would feel good if I were trying to but let win me, a let, title. Let me complete the thought here. All right, so would you, you know, because Kuminga's 21, Year three, mm-hmm. if you're if you're if you feel that player gives you a puncher shot at a title, I don't think you really think twice about it because it's not like you're trading Anthony Edwards or Chet Holmgren where you're like this is the franchise, you know. But if you're as far away as the Warriors look right now, what is the value of trading a 21 year old who keeps improving for a 30 year old? You're gonna have to pay. 200 million to keep and you might just look like 
slightly better version of this with a bunch of old dudes again next year. Like that's the because you get two more steps closer versus Kuminga, who you know won't get you that much closer in the next two years. I can guarantee Pascal Siakam gets you closer than Kuminga does to a championship. And whether they win it or not is fine. You can argue that. And I think we all sit here and arguing that they're not, which is fine. But he gets certainly gets you closer. That's for damn but, sure. But then do you just get yourself stuck in the same hole you are right now, which is a very expensive old team, which doesn't have the assets or the moves to do anything. And that, and that's kind of like, well, the assets or the moves to do what in the future mm-hmm. to do what isn't the move just to get Siakam. Cause you're not getting Giannis. Are you waiting for Embiid? Are you waiting for Kuzma? <laughs> are you? <laughs> what are the assets and, and moves for? I assume. That. Yeah, but but my, my point is, Kuzma's okay, not you, available. You all, the- all right, <laughs> Jordan Poole and Kuzma. That's two pieces of a foundation in DC. We're straight. Yeah, you, over got, you here. guys just got Bagley. The perfect, <laughs> yeah. the perfect oh. big three. The perfect big three. Lost to the Pistons today. I mean, sure, the only sure, team yeah. darker than the Warriors right yeah. now. Am, I don't want to say I'm like completely given up, but like. Do, do you at least see where I'm saying where you're just like at a certain point, you just keep digging yourself into a bigger hole? No, for sure. And that's what I'm saying and why I'm saying like, man, I'm coming on here at a really dark time during <laughs> yeah. this Warriors cycle because it's like, I don't know. I mean, Warriors are what in 10th or 11th place at this point? Like, and you're trading for Pascal Siakam to put you over the top. Like, I agree with you. Kaminga, you put Kaminga on the table it's there's been rumors for like years that Masai has wanted Kaminga in Toronto. I, I could see that being enough to get the deal done. And I, I, so, all right. So that's plausible. What is, what is Siakam actually doing for you? Maybe you're in eighth place or seventh place, but if you keep Kaminga to Andy's point, then you have to pay Kaminga and you're like pot committed on a, on Kaminga Island for the next four or five years how does that play out? And like, there is actually no good scenario at this point. I think the reality is Lacob was too invested in the two timelines thing like three years ago. And the time to sell on some of these guys and reinvest in the core was then. Yeah. And now this is just what it looks like when a dynasty starts to crumble. And I, I hate delivering that message, but it's just like, the reality of what you can get for any of these guys and and where the stars at the top of the roster are like it it just sort of puts a real ceiling on what's possible i remember you hopping on light years after the 2022 title i'm not saying in june but like sometime before the season started andy and i were just you know literally not touching earth just like convinced (laughs) convinced andrew wiggins had been reformed gonna win for eternity and you, you told us you didn't you didn't like the Warriors' chances, and I just I just assumed that I did something personal to offend you. So um, I, but, honestly, but I wish I, I wish know, I was history wrong. History played out in your favor, which you know um, what's frustrating is that all the guys they have now, like Pods and Tracy Jackson Davis, and even Kaminga Moody, like all these guys are role players who I, I would have killed for them to have a couple years ago, back when Clay and Draymond and Steph were at their peak. And, and like, if they had had a couple of these guys, I still think they could have won in 
2019 after KD went down. Like the, oh, the, oh, oh, yeah, right, right. The, the they were really scraping the bottom of the barrel with the Bob Myers roster. Shout out, shout out to Mari Spellman, right? <laughs> yeah, it was getting pretty wild. And if they had had a few of the, I mean, it's not that the the players they have are bad. I I honestly think it's like Clay has taken such a massive step back. Ooh. Steph's not quite the same guy on a night-to-night basis. And then Draymond has been AWOL for like 80% of the season. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, I you can't really stop uh, father time, uh, even for Steph, uh, I think. Although, although, although your fans, your listeners, or your podcast came at you, uh, uh, talking about stuff not being clutch, though. That's it. Shout out to the goons, man. Yeah. Shout out to the goons protecting we're, we're, the we're Warriors, even on Sharp's <laughs> podcast, even on the greatest of all talk. You got to yeah. respect them. You got to love them. They know ball. It's tough. I I wasn't saying Steph's not clutch. It's just that end of the game, final <laughs> shot. I well, might well, feel more comfortable with Clay taking that shot than Steph. Guy. Oh, that's guy. all I can say. I'm not oh, wow. I, This is not Kellerman here. I <laughs> promise you. I promise I'm not going down that that road. I'm going to ask the darkest of dark questions. Can you still win a title with Steph as your best player? Can you Golden State with all these like eighth men around him? No, that, probably not. No one. Jokic isn't winning. He's probably the best player in the NBA. He's not winning with uh, Pods as his be- second best player, which well might put. be the case. <laughs> but so I think you could. I think you could. But I I think that's a valid question. And when I was watching this game and they said he's thirty five or thirty six, I was like, holy shit, he's older than I yeah. even realized. Um, yeah. So, and I think it's, it's a credit to how great he's been that people don't even realize that that's his age because of the way he moves and, and how consistent he's been the last couple of years. But yeah, I mean, I think that that window is starting to close. 36 in March. I mean, he looks, he's played all the games this season. Pretty much. He looks, he looks tired and or old, all of the above right now. And he, and he still play well tonight. I just, it's just, he's not like, he's, yeah, he's just not, not Steph and his, his, like every other team, Sam and I sit here and we, we're jealous because KD has Booker and now Beal, who's somehow healthy for the next week, I think. And then LeBron's got AD, so it's like, cool. But those teams still suck. But it's like, Steph doesn't even have those guys. And that, and that's kind of the part of it where it's like, I, I get into this, like, man, is it over for Steph? And then I'm sitting here going, give him Anthony Davis and see what happens. Well, give, give him, him Siakam and Murray is what I'm saying, actually. Well, that, that's But that's kind of like the point I was getting at where I'm just like, is it worth it to give up whatever you have for Siakam or wait until, and I know waiting's not fun, but like, do they actually need to do what the Lakers did for LeBron, which was, you know, Anthony Davis is talented enough to be a number one, but he's not that guy. Right. Uh, yeah. But he's a great number two, an amazing number two. Uh, do they need to actually sit back and get someone who can, actually carry it on a night-to-night basis so steph can but how do you do when, that when at is this that point? when is that happening yeah i, I mean that, that guy and that's him, i think that's best as you're gonna get you're not getting your yeah, embiid God, and if they, so if they get siakam uh i love how uh, this was such a rock bottom loss that everything is on the table if they bring in siakam do you then have to trade draymond because siakam's not really a shooter and yeah. The uh, the trade machine deal, says deal Warriors put a trade machine. 
Yeah, says says Chris Paul, Wiggins, Kuminga, Moody, first round picks, and then whatever salaries you need to happen, all that is gone. That that that's what I'm saying is going to happen in a couple of weeks. Whatever that gets you gets you, but all that is gone, and you end up if you can get two players out of that, great. But I, right. I assume you keep. I mean, I assume you keep Draymond, and you have the Steph. Clay, Draymond, go with Siakam and whatever else you get. I like the Murray. Again, this is all like fantasy stuff. Like I, I understand that, but like if there are other names out there that make sense for you to just push I, all, all in on. And it, all I'm saying is like the names that are available at the deadline move the Warriors from teetering on out of the play-in to teetering on maybe being a six seed. You know, I'll live with that. Yeah, that's well, where I'm just kind of like, and, and to I guess to both your points, I don't know that the options get better in the off season. I just wonder if they go down this path, if the front office doesn't end up with a, we're going to go into the, oh, they're really are turning the San Francisco Giants. It just hit me, Andy. They're, they're going to enter no the offseason being like, <laughs> we're ready to spend. We're going to make a big move. And the next thing you know, they make a fringe middle reliever move. That's anyway. sort of what they've been doing for three years now, honestly. Well, yeah. And it, it's, it's tough because I hear you in terms of like the limits of what's possible, but at the same time, um, you look at this, the the frustration that Steph expressed recently, where he was like doing the same thing over and over again. That's the definition of insanity. That coming from Steph, that's like the version of a five alarm press conference from LeBron, where he like d- takes like. 18 subliminal shots at everyone on the roster and the GM like that's as close as Steph's going to get to doing that but given that that is the message from him they've got to do something and if you're going to try to do something then you might as well really shake it up I I am most curious as to whether there's still loyalty to Draymond within the building at this point given the way the last month I, or two has played out shop and i are on the same i've been i've been I'm in more on worried. this one i've been in I'm on more this one. About clay honestly Ooh. well i think clay they would trade clay i don't know that he has any value expiring i think, clay, I think clay's about to have a very humbling offseason is the way i'm yeah. reading it uh because they didn't they offered him two years 24 a year <laughs> sam sources that's disgusting <laughs> His play he, is disgusting. He will, he will not yeah, get better. Yeah, 24 is <laughs> really, <laughs> really good for Clay. So I don't know. I don't know what exactly we're laughing I mean, at. I mean, he might be on a Westbrook, like, five mil a year yeah, deal. Yeah. In, in a year. And that's the – yeah, I don't I don't know where they go. So maybe, maybe it doesn't matter. Maybe trade for Siakam. You don't have to worry about paying dudes anyway. So you don't get, Clay can get the mid-level. Hey, look, man, this is all I don't. I mean, the guys made so much money. Who cares? I get, I get to laugh. Come on now. Okay. Um, well, no, and and for me, I'm I'm like I hate it because I love Clay, yeah. and so I don't like to put him in this like ultra washed category. But you watch some of his defensive possessions, watch some of the offense, like first half against the Bulls, like three or four days ago when they were losing, and Clay had just like a straight up air ball. I was just like, holy crap, how did we get here? What is happening? And they put it together in the second half, so it was fine. But 
there's just been a lot of that with Clay. I can't so that, you're watching Warriors Bulls on like a Friday night. That was like I a was, Friday night game. I was watching. First of all, I'm a parent now, Andy, so yeah, I'm just hanging yeah, out yeah. Friday night watching <laughs> Kobe White. Okay. But okay. um, a, oh, a, UNC yeah. guy. A, oh, UNC guy. I get. It. Yes, okay. exactly. He went off, so I had yeah. to I had to partake. Uh, but then I got to watch the Warriors storm back, and and it looked like maybe they were turning the corner. Now here we are again. After- All I'm going to say is enjoy because I found out a couple months ago they get to an age where they they just say, like, I don't give a fuck what, if it's your work. I'm controlling the remote. And, <laughs> and so now, now I'm just – now I'm just watching some 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 lady yell, you know, sing wheels on the bus as I'm watching the Warriors lose on my phone. Mm. Wow. It's maybe <laughs> wow. maybe that's why I'm so dark. Maybe wow. that's yeah. why I'm so dark. <laughs> living the dream here on a federal holiday. Um, yeah. Wow. Well, one other while we're in ultra dark territory. Mm-hmm. How how willing are you to watch this play out if it's not working with Steph? for the next year or two. Like, is there any wow. part of you that's like, let's just burn it all down? I can't. I, it, so I see what you're, you're asking. Is it time to pull the Joe Montana and let It's Steph- hard. There's a Steve Young. Well, yeah, there's, there's no Steve Um I mean, I want him to retire with the Warriors. I, I, just, I feel the same way about Clay too, where I'm like, Clay in any other uniform no, Clay, would be blasphemous. Clay, Clay can do the Paul Pierce uh, – like four uniforms in two years deal. I'm okay with yeah. that. And I don't mean that negatively, but like Steph is the only one I care about having the one, one Jersey career. He's the only Tim Duncan, Dirk Nowitzki, Kobe Bryant. Like it's, and I think it matters for the Warriors. Like, I don't know if, him. I don't know if the Laker, I don't know if the Lakers will be able to pull it off post Steph, but like in terms of like building that brand that you're, one of the five franchises who matters and has international allure. You mm-hmm. have to have a, you have to have like your legend retire, you know, like just think of all the other great teams. They have like the Lakers. It goes without saying with like Kobe magic and, you know, like uh, Jerry sure. Ross and, and, and those guys. Yeah. And you know, the, you don't want to go down that path where like Steph goes to another team. I'd rather watch him. Yeah, I guess I guess I, I I've talked to myself, you know. Sorry, Kuminga. If Steph wants Siakam, I'm cool I'm with saying. it. You know, <laughs> like, but it's just kind of like I'm saying. You might as well lose in the second round every season. I don't. I I truly I don't care. Just yeah. You have, just get. They're never gonna have another one franchise like change the game of basketball and like. Dude, the NBA think- might not have one of those guys right, again. Right. So right, like that. I I want him to stay. I just the only reason I ask is because like the on goat, we've gotten a couple emails from Warriors fans mm-hmm. who I'm sure are light years goons themselves, who have written in after some of these losses and been like, you know what, I've hit my breaking point. I'm set. Let's honestly just trade everybody and rebuild from here. Which. On, it, had you asked me like two months ago, I would have been like, that's inconceivable. There's no way any Warriors fan is going to say that halfway into the season. But some of the losses and, and the lack of realistic options as you move forward um, has has forced me to do a double take at, at some of those emails. I, like, I eh, can it's un- not the craziest sentiment. I can understand the sentiment because in your mind, you're you getting want the best for Steph too. And in your mind, you're like, we're going to get. Wembenyama and start a rebuild, <laughs> but have you looked at the draft board? 
You know, like yeah. I promise you, you're more likely to get a Ron Holland and he's not good. You know, like it's just one of those things where it's. Well, and it's like if you're trading Dre and 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 Clay, you're not right. getting a bunch of lottery picks. You're getting no. like I don't know. I, at this point, I really don't know what the market is for for even Draymond. I'm sure teams are going to want Draymond, but yeah, what's LA want? I, I I think I think uh, those guys are all going to be gone. Not not Dre and Clay though, Sharp. I, I think that's those are the guys that I think Steph will. Uh, I think Steph would rather lose with them than uh, than than. Than gamble Makes sense. On, on anything else, which is yeah, exactly. But um, those other guys, I think they're goodbye. Um, so and, and- next season, Draymond, Clay, Steve Kerr, are they part of the organization at that point? Ooh, I'm on. Next I'm on October, record. I'm Ooh. on record saying all four will not be back. Agree. I don't know. All which- four will not be back. Or well. That's I'm, I saying three. I'm one, also going to include of, Wiggins. I, okay. Wiggins is not core. I'm sorry. Uh, well, but, but of those four, I would say none of those four are coming back next Whoa, week. none of those four. Oh, okay. I'm not going there. Woo. I'm saying I'm saying one of at least one, potentially two, are getting shooken up. And I don't know which direction they go, but it's it's pretty clear, like new voice. Or like removing a player who the coach is loyal, like something's getting shaken up. I think I think Kerr's gone. I think uh, Wiggins is gone in two weeks. I think Clay. <laughs> I, I, no, I dead serious. I just I, but Draymond I think stays. I think um, and nobody nobody wants to deal with this shit. I mean, the next time he punches someone again, he's done for the season. Nobody's dealing with that. And then I think Clay, I think Clay will be back. I mean, that two twenty four is kind of gross, but yeah, I think he'll end up. But I think he does stay. I think those two guys stay. But yeah, Steve's gone, and I think Wiggins is death. I mean, he's. Uh, I think Clay's. I think there's a very good chance Clay's gone. Um, Did they? They offered him twenty four a year, right? So it was two forty eight. That yeah. was. Oh, I thought it was. That I was thought per- it was two twelve a year, Sam. Oh, you're saying twenty four? No, it's, it's twenty four. Uh, this was I mean, Shams that's, that's who put more. that out there. So like we can always question. It's really good. Yeah, that's a good <laughs> deal. That's not a bad. They essentially offered him it's an open question. They essentially <laughs> offered him the same annual that they're giving Wiggins and uh, Draymond, and we can like we can argue over like two percent here or there, but like they're they offered him the same thing, but only two years. It seems yeah. like he wanted more years, which tends to be the sticking point. But, you know, I, I think the Warriors are actually probably too. happy he didn't take that. So, <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, yeah. And it seems like Clay, and I don't blame him for feeling like he's given a lot to the organization and is entitled to be taken care of at this point. Um, but it seems like his expectations going into this next contract are just like wildly different than the teams. And so there could be just pride factoring into the decisions that are made on, on his end. Um, so he, he's, I, to me, the most certain to be on a different team next year. And then the other three Wiggins, I think is the only one who has like any sort of trade value if they try to move him. Um, but that's, declining by the wow. game <laughs> um, i feel like i feel like they have to pay someone to take him right now and i don't and he yeah, actually maybe. did not play he didn't play terrible tonight but uh well i, I mean compared, he, compared to draymond and clay look clay that's what i'm saying is <laughs> I, I can see um, a team out there being like look 
Andrew Wiggins, he's still young. We've seen him do it on the biggest stage. Yes, the last year or two, that's been a step back, and it's been sort of a, a relapse into the Wolves Wiggins we saw. But maybe he can still be that championship caliber two-way wing we need. Whereas, like, the case you're making for Draymond like is, like, I like look, it. I'm LeBron James. Draymond's fun <laughs> to party with. Let's trade for him. I'll go. Kyrie. No, no, no. This is a this is a good thing, Char. This is you sell this to someone else so that the Warriors can get off. <laughs> you what you just said needs to be sold. I hope Dunleavy is listening. I'm not I saying I believe it. it. <laughs> and all, I don't think all they I'm believe it. All I'm saying is I still trust Draymond in a playoff game, and I've watched 400 games. Of Minnesota Wiggins and maybe 85 of yeah. playoff of like the oh he's good. So but yeah. I, yeah. I well no and I and honestly I think it, it, the the trade value conversation probably Draymond is gonna somebody some contender is gonna be willing to give it up for give give up oh, it's, something it's, meaningful for Draymond. It's Dallas. Jason yeah. Kidd, Jason Kidd's telling Mark Cuban, I can handle him. That's like I don't even need to sell you on that. You know that conversation's gone on. But this uh, is and, this is where you look at the realistic options, and it's like you're that not might be really <laughs> you're not resetting or, or 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 kind of reloading with whatever you're getting back for Clay, Draymond, and Wiggins at this point. Jalen Hardy and uh, TJD is <laughs> not. Yeah, or uh, sorry, Tim Hardaway Jr. is not 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 putting the Warriors back. Yeah, I agree. Well, um, I just remember asking our our buddy Kirk, the Mavs blogger, if he would give up Derek Lively for Draymond, and he was like, "Absolutely not! Are you kidding me?" Which, well, Luke, Luca's not that old. They were, they could, they could. Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I can, yeah, I right. can respect the perspective because I couldn't do it if I was a Dallas guy. Either. Well, if, if Luca was like last thirty year, thir- yeah. yeah, exactly, right. If Luca was like thirty one, and then he kind of like has never won a championship and. And, and this is kind of the move to put him over the top. And Derek Lively's 19. I can see it. But I mean, Luca's like Luca's not even a playoff player yet. Like he's still fat and doesn't play defense. Like, so it's not like they're not trying to win a championship. So it's like, it's not, he's not serious yet. I'm sure though, this is not the right timing for him, uh, for, for them. But would you guys trade Draymond for Gigi Jackson and Vince Williams <laughs> no, Jr.? Just By the way, Draymond <laughs> is putting an elite rant on. I'm going to play this real quick for you, Sharp. Oh, great. We're going to call it, we're calling it a day. Okay. Okay. After this, it falls off and having pride. Um, just gotta have pride in yourself as a man. But I'm not gonna let my guy score. And well, our closeouts was too soft, our rotations were too slow. Um, so it's just no pride. Like, and until every guy take pride in themselves and want to stop the guy in front of them, we'll suck. Uh, it's kind of with the box score, you guys. Uh, they, t- they made 23s to 43 uh, free throws, and then you guys had 19 turnovers. Which what stands out to you as the most concerning there? Um, they're all concerning. I'll leave it there. I think we leave it there. He just saying they're all concerning. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would say lack of pride coupled with lack of athleticism. Those are the two issues. And I, I think his point is. Uh, the athletes don't actually play like their athletes do, which is uh, well maybe said, Dream- yeah. maybe Draymond's best value was figuring out how to light a fire under Wiggins' ass to like play 
like the athlete he is. I don't know. We see now. Now I'm back into drinking my Draymond Kool Aid. He's gonna he's gonna get them going. Gonna do his Draymond thing uh, until he punches someone in ten. To yeah, my, here here's my pushback, Draymond. You played five games this season and you were unserious. And what the fuck are we doing? What is this? You're just yeah. gonna come back game one and just act like you own the locker room? Nobody listens to you in the locker. What are we doing here? You punched the guy last year. You ruined the season. You show up this season. You play good, then don't show up for half the season because you're busy punching people, and now you're going to act like the leader. What, what the f- See, this is why this team is 18 and 22. This is why. What, Draymond press conferences? This, they're just not – like nobody's locked into the actual goal, right? Nobody Dr- actually wants to win. Dr- Draymond can deliver a good press conference and sound like a leader, but then he goes yep. in the locker room and punches dudes in the face. Exactly. So it's like, what, what is it like, – like, you know what I'm saying? Like what does it really exactly. matter? Well, same, same with Wiggins, same with like all the way down the line. This is not just Draymond. I'm just making the point because whoever was announcing on TNT when Draymond entered the game for the first time, they said his fire can heat up a building or burn it all down. <laughs> yeah, and I was good. like, well said. Let's put that on a Hall of Fame plaque for my wow. guy. Wow. <laughs> I'll love him forever. He the, thought the, about he thought about that one for a while. <laughs> yeah. I can, I can <laughs> I can respect the craft. Had that scripted on the way in. Uh, Well, listen, it's great to see you guys. I hope that the next time we podcast about Steph Curry, the conversation will be less depressing than this has been. But, you know, maybe Siakam and DeJounte are the the answer. Eastern Conference guys, your guys, let's go. (laughs) Eastern Conference guys. Always been a big Siakam believer, you know. (laughs) Let's see what he can do out there. Uh, Appreciate Appreciate you, you, Sharp. All right, see you guys. So this Light Years podcast is brought to you by our guy, Steph Curry, uh, Under Armour. Steph Curry makes you believe you can do anything. And the Curry 11s are specifically designed with ultimate balance grip and stability to allow everyone to do their thing. New generations of ballplayers are coming up and showing the basketball world that the old rules do not apply. The future is exciting, fast, positive, and hungry this NBA season. Rock with your favorite player and rep his shoes on and off the court. Curry 11s are perfect for both the committed and casual ballers. UA Warp Tech makes the shoe feel like it was designed for your feet, locked in no matter what you do on the court. Stop in your tracks with dual-density UA flow, uh, cushioning and traction, and emergency brake you don't even notice. Steph's 11th signature shoe steps into the second decade of a sneaker career, pulling colorway inspiration from the wonders of a positive and modernized future on and off the court. Take these kicks with you when you leave the scrimmage. Rep UA wherever you go. So do your thing. Change the game. The Curry 11 Future Curry is available now at currybrand.com. Oh, Draymond. I mean, I want to believe in what he's selling. But nothing you said five minutes ago was inaccurate, which is you you're capable of being the leader, but if you don't do leadership things to make your teammates follow you, it's just, you're just talking. You're just talking, you know? That's a good way to put it. Just talking. Just talking. This team is rough. I, I like Sharp coming on and, and and pulling back some of the threads he uh, he talked about with, with Clay and Draymond. I think me and you don't talk about that a lot, but you listen to something like this from Draymond. I, I do think, like, they do need him, and that's kind of been the downfall of this team, right? The guys that they need are the ones that are letting them down. Um, Draymond mm-hmm. and, and Clay. <laughs> Comments are so good tonight. Bro's just yeah. yapping. Just yapping. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 
I don't know. All right, to the goons. Tash, y'all, what's up? Let me see. Uh, all how's our, my how's our bet teams. doing? How's our bet doing? Uh, so who's do we consider Hicks actually quality? <laughs> no, 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 no. Forty. The rules, all right, the, <laughs> the rules. Right, so we're, the rules clear. A hundred million dollar contract. We're not counting. Uh, Jung Ho Lee. Right, or right, right, the right. Warriors trade for someone who makes 20 million, like substantial. Okay. Basically. Okay. The bet is still on. Tashion, sir, thank you. Yep. It is still on. No worries. It's there, there, basically... may be no win- there may be no winners. That's a that's a real possibility. <laughs> we are all lose. <laughs> hey, if Farhan and Mike don't leave me, don't do something. It just means that I get to see you guys suffer. That so I'll take it. <laughs> if no if no, if nobody wins, we both wear the jerseys. That, that's really yep. We, yep. We qualifier to the bet. Uh, why right, uh, so, yeah. sales up? But yeah, but other than that, it's like I'm annoyed with like FedEx at this point because they're like delaying my shit for like the past seven days. And I'm like, dog, it's like all my sports teams are garbage. It's like everyone complaining about playing Joku with wings. And it's like and we're seeing like minus eight net ratings. And I'm like, dog, can we just get to the plot and just like trade everyone to the point and just like just be miserable with each other and ride off to the sunset at this point? Because, God, this is just pathetic. Yeah. It's not fun, my man. Not all. You're a Niners fan, right? No, I'm not a Niners fan. I already said this before. It's like uh, I used to be a Raiders fan, but it's oops, like they're oops. they're that's a toxic they're a toxic relationship. So it's like I don't claim them anymore. So I just like hate watch the 49ers and I just suffering because you guys are pretty much got a streamlined success to like the Super Bowl, and then I'll have to hope for like Lamar Jackson to just not fumble the bag at this yeah, point. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. I, my bad. That's my bad. That's my bad. I uh, I said it to a friend of mine. By the way, Tashan, appreciate you as always, man. Um, and Andy, I think you might have you might have put it out into the ether, but I do think there's a realistic chance we're gonna get back to Chiefs Niners Super yeah. Bowl. Uh, really, right? Really? Yeah. I, I just I'm I'm. The Ravens' defense is ridiculous. The Patriots, or sorry, the Chiefs feel like the Patriots to me, where I'm sitting here and I'm going, he doesn't have a lot of weapons. Kelsey looks washed, but how many years in a row did Gronk look washed? And then in the playoffs, he turned yeah. up. Yeah. Uh, and by far the best Chiefs defense I've seen in the entire run. Yeah. So it's one of those where it's like, if the defense is real, Kelsey is somewhat functional. Mahomes is probably good enough to just manage the game and make the plays mm. he needs to make. They're dangerous. They're dangerous. Feel and like feel like I, not enough people have talked about the Chiefs. That's I, I came yeah, to me this they week. They had a really shitty uh, regular season. Yeah, it's, 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 it just is what it is. You know, they they looked like it was like all right, not their year. They need to regroup a little bit. But I'm just sitting here. I'm looking at the rest of the teams. Know. I'm not impressed. I yeah. mean, I think the like. I'll be pretty disappointed if the Niners lose to anyone in the NFC. NFC's it's, a joke. It's, NFC's it's, a joke. It's, it's, yeah, like, shout out Detroit. That was that was cool last night, but, like, they're not good. Uh, and then the AFC, I'm just sitting here, I'm going, it's in play. Are the Ravens like that? Are we sure? Has Lamar won? Like, we got to see it from Lamar. The defense, like, the defense is like that, but. But then it's Mahomes. Like, he's he's if you put Mahomes in a close game, 
if for some reason that's a 17-20 game, right? Chiefs right. Ravens in the fourth quarter, like I don't know, it doesn't matter what defense you have sometimes if if it's Mahomes on the other side. So yeah, I I, <clears throat> I watched them against the Dolphins and I know the Dolphins are a joke in a cold weather team, but I was just like, oh, this Chiefs Chiefs team is kind of might be might be good for the Niners though if they play the Chiefs, probably a better matchup. But anyway, all right. Archie, got? what's up, man? Hey, it's been a while. What's up, guys? It's been a while. Um, I'll be quick. You guys pretty much touch everything. So um, I just think, like, the team is very lethargic just to kind of watch. Um, I'm a big international football fan or soccer, as they say in America. Uh, FC Barcelona is my team. So watching Messi towards the end of his run there, a lot of beautiful ball that he was doing, you know, but you looked at the team and you're like, who the hell is this and why? Are they making this amount of money and not really producing? And I see a lot of that, you know, particularly with the Warriors. Uh, the only thing I'd say for Kaminga and Moody, I'm actually out on trading them um, just because I just don't feel good about any of the actual core that we really have anymore. Um, but, you know, we'll see what happens at the trade deadline and then I'll re- re- reassess there. I do think if they do make any trades, though, Chris Paul Wiggins are the ones to make, not necessarily to save the season, but to then make more moves going into uh, the offseason to really prepare for this year. This year is a wash. Lastly, I'm from Baltimore, so I'll see you guys in the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Appreciate you, Archie. Appreciate you. Hope so. Hope hope we do. Oh, actually, I don't know. I don't know if I want to see the Niners and Ravens. Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh's not scary. Yeah, uh, I've seen the Niners, and but then again, I've seen the Niners and Chiefs. We, anyway, whatever. Um, history doesn't history doesn't play well either way. No, <laughs> no, it does not. It's gonna be a, look, man. The NFC might be might be terrible, but the, whoever the Niners play in the Super Bowl, if they get there, it's gonna be a, a a war zone. I I think. Look, we talked about it with Sharp and Archie brought it up. I will be shocked if uh, CP three. And Wiggins are on the roster after the trade deadline. Yeah. I just think it's a question of which direction they go. Yeah. You know, are they are offloading they gonna, the contract? Yeah. Are they are they offloading for assets to make a future move, or are they using them to go in? Uh, I think it could go either way. Nights like tonight, I feel very pessimistic. They're going. In. You're, you're you're right. You are right. Nights like tonight, and then honestly, like even if they win tonight, I guess I mean, well, if they won tonight. They they just need to win games like tonight. That's yeah, the end they, of it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Uh, Ebony, what's up? You know, it's at, the, it's at the point where when you're watching these games, you have to be doing something else or at the end of it, you know you've wasted your time. Like, if you're not doing multiple things, like they're just so bad that you can't just sit okay. and watch and enjoy like it. I, I watched them. I watched them lot lose, but I got a bunch of work done for tomorrow, so I'm feeling good. Exactly, exactly. So you don't feel like complete shit at the end of the game, yeah. at the end of like three hours worth of like terrible basketball. And might I add, Draymond's comments in that presser, I could almost promise you. They're like directed at Wiggins. Like the dude doesn't like he's not trying. And it's like you're the most athletic dude on the team that's a veteran. And all you have to do is grab a rebound. And like for some reason, now he can't even like catch a pass. It's it's really sad, man. But um, I guess like my only question is 
if Steph was to get traded, which I nah, 100% doubt he would, where does he go? I mean, he's not going to the Lakers. Okay, I'll play the game. Does he go? Does he go bump the the Spurs into like the playoffs? Steph <laughs> mm, for Jacob Gilliard. Um, where does he go? Not Charlotte because they're terrible. I think he still wants to win a title. He's going to Miami. The- oh, that's so good. That's How much good. The, the funniest outcome because like I understand why Dame wanted to go to Miami. Like I get that. Like on paper, the fit is like Jimmy. Bam, they're kind of warriorsy. They just need the dude who can fucking score the ball a little bit. Him taking. I mean, the, the Warriors take, would ask for Hawkes in return. Yeah, I, <laughs> I hope. guess then we have a future after that, right? Oh, Hawkes, Hawkes, and Pods—it's the dream team. Yeah. And I can't. I, I've entertained this too much. I can't do this. I appreciate you. <laughs> Y'all appreciate you calling. Have a great evening. Well, I want to enter- I want to entertain some more. Steph on the Heat. I mean, oh, oh, oh we're not doing this, brother. We're not champ- that's a championship. Okay, next one. Next we're getting, one. we're getting, we're getting Lau up here. The next, the next Draymond Bam. Here, hero, uh, kind of like a Jordan Poole. All right, hey Lau, hey Lau is coming on. Oh, hey. what's up, brother? Where you at? Yo, like I'm New York. Hong Kong right now. Oh, Hong, Hong Kong. Nice. Okay, same. I'm in Hong Kong right now, but wow. uh, the time difference here. So uh, I watch the games in the morning, but I. Uh, like the previous caller said, man, you got to do something else while you watch these games because you know at the end it's just absolute bullshit. So, <laughs> uh, you know, I worked out this morning. I watched a little bit of it, watched a little bit of the Bills game, and I'm just realizing, man, this season's kind of a wash, man. It's like you pl- it's like you play Kuminga too, too much. He does too well. His trade value kind of goes up, but then what are we going to get, man? So, I don't know, man. Uh, I don't know. This is kind of a fucked up season, huh? Yeah. Chat's, like, chat's saying the Warriors are so bad, Lau had to leave the country. Can you confirm? Bro, I'm definitely, dude, it's so bad, man. Like, I don't even see any Steph Curry jerseys out here anymore. Yeah, oh, stop like, it. Oh, now, you're just, now, you're just, oh. now you're just lying for the, the stream. Oh, no. Well, there is an Under Armour store right here. And uh, inside, they're selling the Currys, but there's no kids in there, man. Golly. Oh my God! That's over. Hey, I hope Joe, Joe Lacob is watching this, man. Say, hey, Joe, man, you didn't pay the you didn't pay the international NBA money, man. What's going on, <laughs> Joe? But it's crazy, man. The tough watching season. I feel like this whole NBA season, we're just hate watching everything, right? We're just we're just watching other teams, watching them wanting to fail instead of like seeing our team yeah. want to win. So it's like, yeah, fuck, yeah. like. The best takeaway from this season is even though we suck, the Lakers are not too far behind. So yeah, it's like, oh, yeah. yeah. It's kind of so sad. We're good. We're good. Kind of sad to watch basketball like that. You know, it's like I'm, no, just, I'm over here. The, you know, That's the Chris Cohen Laker era, man. I mean, uh, Chris Cohen Warriors era, man. It's like, you know what? We're bad, but as long as the Lakers are worse or just as bad, hey, it's a successful season, man. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad, it's bad. man. We. What are we guys up to uh what are we guys up to the rest of the week, man? I miss you guys. A few more, a few more hate watches this week. <laughs> we got you know, you, you know it's bad. You know it's bad when people are counting down the days to the trade deadline, and you know, bro, we've been we've been we've been doing that since Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's you it's know like, the bottom, the bottom of our hearts. We know nothing's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna get a crazy trade where it's like. Andrew Wiggins tra- traded for two second round picks. We're going to get off Chris Paul for like 
a second round pick, and then the rest of the season we're riding Pods, Moody. We're gonna ride these guys, and then I don't. Gonna, I don't have an in me to hear. Problems. I don't have an in me to hear Fitz sell Pods like the way he used to sell Monte, the way he used to sell all the. Oh, well, I gotta let I, you go. Let me go. Get some man. good. Get some good. Get some good dim sum for me, brother. Yes, have fun. Send, send pic. That sounds good. Send some pictures. Wow, Hong Kong sounds nice right now. Dude, dim sum sounds really nice. Right now. <laughs> um, does, I'm I'm hungry, so let's power through these calls. All right, let's go, let's go. Oh, you didn't eat dinner yet? I guess it's not even seven. Jeez, we're okay. one of those one of those days where we're streaming, but like at an awkward meal time. Yeah, and then like we start, it. and I'm like, I'm hungry. Damn it. <laughs> What's up, man? Who caller? Black Hammer. There we go. What's up, man? Hey, yeah, we, we can hear you. Yes, I was at the game. Oh. And, uh, in the snow? No. Yeah, I, I, I risked my life <laughs> to watch that. And uh, I just, and I'm never, I, I just wanted to say, I, I was never one of those people to, like, get on Steve Kerr as much as, you know, everybody else in the fan base. Sure. But playing all these guards in this lineup, in his lineup, Having Kev- Kevon play with Dario, it's just like I don't know what he's seeing. Like it, 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 it's too slow. They can't keep up any, with anybody on the defensive side. I mean, it's just it's really it's just tough to watch. Yeah, Kevon and Sarge line up when you're playing against Baron Jackson and Xavier Tillman, who just stands in the perimeter and shoots threes, is insane. Uh, appreciate he's at the game. Yeah, Appreciate you, man. Have a good one. Negative degree weather. Look at that. Love when yeah. people call in from away games. I do too. Gives me it's great gives times. Me Kojo Ooh. tonight. Kojo lineups with pods. That's well, what he was talking about. Gross. Will, what's up, my man? What's up, Will? Oh, what's up, guys? Hey, it's like Ebony said earlier. You gotta be. You gotta be <laughs> shit while you're watching. While you're watching games at this point. You know, I'm over here. I'm watching the. This Bucks Eagles game while simultaneously watching the Emmys, and, and then out of the corner of oh, my eye, I'm watching that? this uh this game. This game was just ridiculous. Like, I mean, they had no one. Like, we lost to a bunch of nobodies. Like, that's that's what's crazy to me. Yeah. I mean, I guess Luke Kennard's not a nobody, but um, the point but, stands. The point stands. <laughs> I just think that it, it's time to just blow this up, man. I, I like. Like the reports that have been coming out over the past week or so, everybody except Steph can go. And I will not allow you guys, I will not allow this slander of Steph to continue to like just be in the Twitter space because people saying that like, oh, he's starting to look washed and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, the dude's 35 going on 36. And he's carried this team for most of the season. And you're asking him to continue to do this with no real consistent second option and so i i just think it's time to offload these contracts it's time to just see what you can get for wiggins and cp3 and all that and just go from there i don't think that's any true two trades or whatever are going to save the season but yeah maybe we sneak into the playoffs um but i i don't know i just think it's time for a restart you know i agree Appreciate it. Well, yeah, no, I mean, it's something has to happen. Watching the Emmys and the football game and on playback. That's 
mm-hmm. you know? I just watched Jalen Hurts high step into a sack, so. You were right on Jalen Hurts. You know, like, you know, we got to go back sometimes, and I'm over here gassing up Jalen Hurts. It looks terrible. Maybe it's injury. All, cor- it's all quarterbacks overrated, except for Mahomes. <laughs> except for except Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes is the one. My buddy Gio. says the exact same thing. Gio, What's let's up? go. What's up, guys? Everyone on the system player. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Honestly, my thing is with Yusuf. Like, who are they going to get this summer? Like, like, why wait till the summer? Like, who is out there like, for assets to trade for? Like, that makes no sense to me. Like, you make a trade. You you move Moody and JK because like they because you're not because not gonna pay them this summer anyways, right? So you move them because sure. they're expensive. And get Siaka. Like because like why wait till the summer to get like an actual player to help you? Like what's the point? Like who's out there? And that's my team. Like, that's my team. Yeah, I mean I mean it's it's a fair point, Gio. Like you hold on to Kuminga because you think you can do better, and you want to see what happens. And I, I don't see it happening. This might be the best he can do. You know. Might just need to go that way. Pretty good too. I think Siakam. Pretty good. Pretty good. I'll take it. All right. Should we just end it here? This is enough. This is enough for tonight. Everyone. Much love. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.